This is the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. Uh, I'm joined today with uh, Vance, and on the phone is Todd Young from Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, we're back in my pole barn. Vance is in the bow of the Ranger, and I'm leaning against the boat, our low-budget podcast. Uh, main sponsor is Fat AZ Muskie Products. Uh, like Fat AZ Muskie on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And um, I don't know. That's... Uh, that's the only sponsor we got with this low budget podcast. But I'm going to start off today with a little rant. <clears throat> um, uh, last Saturday, Vance and I we went walleye fishing in Lake Erie, and uh, I, I got a set of planer boards. I, I've, I've downsized my boat. Uh, I had a big 20 foot crest liner with the whole spread for walleye on Lake Erie, and uh, that things changed. Life moved on and I had to sell the boat so now I'm fishing walleye out of my ranger and um, so I got this small set of planer boards and I acquired them from a small shop here in Pennsylvania uh, essentially the shop owner owed me money for for baits that he was selling and um, I, I, I picked them up they people spoke highly of them so anyways we, we tried them out on Saturday conditions they were not ideal we were trolling with the wind we were in like two foot rollers with one foot chop on top of them. It was it was a mess, but the boards just didn't seem to run right. And you know we tried a whole bunch of things. Finally, we just said screw it. We're not trolling six rods. We're gonna just troll four rods, two straight out the back and one off each planer board. Uh, we we were uh, we were our lines were just tangling terribly. The 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 board just could not keep them tight. Uh, Keep the uh, keep the tow line tight enough. The baits were just tangling, and it just got frustrating. So, I uh, I emailed the guy that makes them. He's also a guide. I'm not going to use his name. Um, he he emailed me back within a day, telling me to call him. He'll he'll give me some tips. So, I give him a call. I talked to him, and he 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 gave me some some good tips. I'm not sure if they're going to work or not, but before I dismiss these boards, I'm going to give him a shot. But while talking with him, he, he asked how I got him, and I explained to him just what I explained here. And uh, he's like, oh, so you're the guy that makes the musky baits. I said, yeah. And he started, you know, just chatting about it. He asked if I, if I fish this one local lake, and I told him, no, I don't. It, it's so different from all the other lakes around. And uh, I said, there's a, there's a lot of volume of water there, not a lot of surface area. It's really tough. And you know, he was asking, oh, I'd like to try to catch pike there consistently. It's a pike and musky lake. And, uh, you know, which struck me as kind of odd because on his on his website, he offers guided trips for these fish on that lake. And he was asking for advice on it. Um, anyways, I'm not going to judge. So he, he kind of... he. His big specialty is Lake Erie. He likes he likes to do lake trout, um, like the steelhead scene. He does a lot of stuff out of New York, and he he pretty much came out and said, "Why do you fish for muskie?" So I, I pretty much told him. I said, "You know, it's for me muskie fishing is the enjoyment of fishing for muskie because it's not a lot of catching, and uh, it, it's just the excitement, this and that." Then, after I gave him this, what I thought was a pretty decent, nice answer, he pretty much said, well, those things don't fight really all that good. I can go and catch five fish a day 
that fight better than a muskie. And I'm just like, well, that's a little, that's a little weird response to what I just told you. And, you know, he, pretty much what he was saying was muskies suck and his lake trout are better. They'd give you, he went on to explain that they'd give you a half hour fight and, and whatnot. And I, the, the only response that I had was, Todd, remember that story you told me with that perch off the dock? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Why don't you tell the story since I'll butcher it. Yeah. So, so Sunday. I mean, I, I'm I'm not here, but I, I must fish every every day all summer. Uh, we we actually you know we we catch a lot of muskies. But I'm down on on the dock fishing with my daughter perching. We were going to have a little perch fry over the Fourth of July and. And I'm, I'm, I'm reeling a, a perch in off a, uh, off a bothering little ice fishing jig, and I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it in and looking at it, oh, that's a nice little keeper perch there, eight, nine inches off the dock, it's a nice one, we'll fly that thing up, and it gets about 10 feet off the back corner of the dock, and the tor- that thing came out like a torpedo, just like it does when they hit our crankbaits, or when they hit our jerkbaits, or when they hit our spinnerbaits. And, uh, you know, that, that, the fish came out, grabbed, the, took the perch, and my, the, the line was just, ah! I mean, as fast as anything could happen, that thing never even knew that I had a hold of it. And I was there with, you know, like a, I don't have ultralight rods. I was fishing with, like, a bass or a walleye rod. I have eight or ten pounds on it. I just had the little jig on. And that thing took off. I mean, it engulfed that perch so fast. Most people probably wouldn't have even seen what happened. And uh, it was like a three-footer. It was not a big luck. Mm-hmm. It really brought me back to reality. I mean, the stuff that the equipment we're fishing with, it's so, I mean, if, if that fish would hit my jerkbait, I'd have set the hook, turned him sideways, drove the hook into his mouth, and, yeah, I only had it on for about 30 seconds, and I could have had it to the boat. That's the equipment we're fishing with now, but... So, so that, really, so... That, that's what happened to me the other day, which has not happened in a long time, because I don't... I can't even say the last time I was trying to catch a perch. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that little thing really brought it back to reality. It's like, you know, those, those fish really do have... <laughs> you know, I, and I, I, I know I hear that all the time. Oh, we come to salmon, and... Well, you got 200 and some feet of line out. I mean, uh... Uh, and they're pulling, but I've gone on those boats. Those guys set their drag for a loose. I just looked at like, can I tighten the drag a little bit? I can bring it in. They like having those fish on for a long time. But that fish really opened my eyes back up to, to, to saying, like, that, those are the stories a lot of people have that come and book a charter with me. Like, this one time I was reeling this fish in, and this must be grabbed it, and it took off. And they can. They have the power to do that. We're fishing with, with some very heavy equipment right now. I mean, even when I was a kid, they used to... Uh, I look back at that stuff that we used, and I and I, I realize now that why we lost a lot of those big fish. I mean, we didn't have big baits. We didn't have this big stuff. But, yeah, they're, they have... <laughs> they are fast, and they have power. The speed that those things take the lure. I mean, I've caught a lot of salmon. I've caught a lot of steelhead. I, I, don't, I don't think those other fish are any faster. We'll put it that way. So, yeah, absolutely. They're, you know, the king of the jungle for a reason, and uh, 
you know, I've been on, I've, I've fished for salmon, I've in fished for walleye out there, dragon baits, catching them on spoons and whatnot. I've been to Alaska and I fished for kings on downriggers. I look at the line counters and yeah, there's 200 foot of line out and it's mono, it's, you know, it's, it's not... 65, 80 pound, 100 pound braided, and yeah, the, exactly. the the fish is, I mean, they're fun to fight, but you, you know, musky rods didn't turn into, you know, something from, you know, that piece of steel that would look like it's the size of, you know, a, an ultralight nowadays, with the one-to-one -one retrieval now to, you know, rods that are 9.6, uh, you know, 10 foot long even for musky rods that are, you know, capable of throwing, you know, baits that are a pound each or two pounds, you know, one pound, two yeah. pound. They're that reason people didn't develop that technology because, you know, they, they kind of had to. You, you know, you like to catch musky, well, you you kind of have to over over tackle yourself for it because, I mean, you have to use a steel leader. You have to, you're using a hundred pound test, but you know, I, I caught a muskie last year. I was trolling for walleye. I'd hit a little, little size five shatter Paula. I was using eight pound test and I was using a, you know, like a seven foot St. Croix, uh, you know, triumph trolling rod, you know, light tackle <clears throat> for, for walleye. And I mean, I, that's one of the, uh, you know, that, I ended up boating the fish, but I had eight pound test on, and that's one of those like legendary, like you were relating to that story where you know clients would be like, "Oh my gosh, you know we saw one muskie. It came out. It was the biggest thing ever. It, you know, it, but we lost it or whatever. And it would probably be like a thirty-five inch or well, you know, I, I got this thing. I got this thing into the boat, and it was also one of those stories when. You know, people say that it takes them like a half an hour to catch a muskie. Well, it took me a, a really decent amount of time, and it, it almost got on my nerves. You know, I was like annoyed with this, of like, because I couldn't see the fish for, you know, for a very long time. I didn't know what was on on the other end of my line, and I was just trying my darndest to, you know, keep the drag correctly set with a spinning rod. I'm like reaching around the the rod, you know, twisting it right and left, you know, it, it was just a spinning rod with, with eight, eight pound test on it. And it took me forever to get the thing in. And, you know, but by, by that time I was like, God, I probably tired this fish out terribly. You know, I hope it kicks off fast enough. I mean, granted we, we were, you know, thrilled to see the fish and whatnot. And it was definitely a surprise. Uh, looking back on it, I lost about an $8, uh, Rapala plug too because it just destroyed it and it was only you know like a 35 incher and the thing the thing fought but it was because I was way under tackled I mean I was I had my, my walleye gear on I had the you know my drag was was as loose as as you would keep it for if you were putting your rods away for winter you know it, it was it was fun but you know I, I sure do like catching the musky uh with the the outfits that i use today uh you know and if i didn't oh yeah i mean you know it's it, 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 you know and i get that on my charters people will 
Yeah. I mean, but that's what you want. I mean, the last thing you want to do is play the fish out forever, and the last thing you want is for having to break the line. I mean, you know, that, 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 that's why everybody's using all this heavy tackle and things now. I mean, if you get them in the boat, you get them in there quick, they're still nice and fresh. You get them back in the water and you release them. Exactly. Uh, Absolutely. That's stuff you read read about and, you know, stories. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so <clears throat> as the conversation went with, 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 this, with this person, he, uh, I, I, I brought up Todd's story. I say, well, this is the most recent example that I can come up with, you know, for not being able to, a muskie not being able to put up a fight. And uh, I did a Reader's Digest version of Todd's story. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm trying to remember what, like, I think your line broke. And, uh, I yeah, said, it cut the, line. It the, and it just the line broke. Yeah. So I told him, I said, yeah, the, the, the fish took off peel and drag. Um, and then, and the line broke and he got real snooty. He says, a fish can never break fishing line. Like interrupting me almost. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fight with you. And he says, you do know that, right? A fish cannot break fishing line. Only a fisherman can break fishing line. And I said, well, no. A muskie can break fishing line because it has teeth. And if the teeth cut through the line, that's not the fisherman. That was the fish's teeth breaking the line. So now, now, now it kind of like, I'm starting to see the line in the sand. This guy, he, for whatever reason, must have been somewhat of, didn't like the fact that I'm a musky guy, I, and I don't know. I mean, it, it, maybe I caught him on a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I'm not pinning this guy for this, but it kind of got under my skin, and, you know, he's like, oh, my lake trout, they'll put up so much more of a fight, and, you know, I said, well, you know, we, we are overgunned, like you guys just talked about, you know, we're, I, I had explained, I said, I'm using 80-pound test. Are you using 80-pound test on your lake trout? I, I didn't say, I should have said in, in, in hindsight, was I bet you I can get that lake trout off the bottom and in the boat as fast as I can get a muskie in the boat. Let me bring my rod. It, it, you know, you're, you're jigging a sonar or a Mr. Twister or whatever you're doing on the bottom. Or, or you're, you're long line trolling, downriggers, however you're doing it, you're, you're not using the same tackle. And I explained to him, you know, the we're overgunned for these fish because fishing for them is harder on the equipment than the actual fish. And, you know, he kind of understood, and it's still, he, he was kind of his own ways, and he's like, well, how, how's fishing doing on this lake? And I said, well, they're getting them every day up there. I said, it's probably one of the better lakes around. You know, it's not St. Clair, but it's, you're not going to find a much more consistent lake than this. And he says, well, can I, can I go troll this area? I said, yeah. I said, but can your rods, rod, uh, rod holders tip in the water? 
And, I, and he's like, well, what do you mean? I said, do, do you understand why musky guys put their rod tips in the water? And I, I gave him a quick explanation. He goes, oh, so there's weeds. And I said, well, yeah. I said, I said if, 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 you, if your rod tips can't touch the water, you're going to have a guy full-time cleaning weeds. There's, just, there's not going to be a rest for him. He's going to just be pulling one line in. And he pretty much, ah, screw that. I, I, I'm not going to do that. That's too much work. And I, I'm kind of dumbfounded because here's this guide... You know he he he's very proud that he's you know those everyone's a guide but he you know everyone's a guide and a bait maker it's just the, the right. saying that that we have in our little group for for anyone who doesn't know what I meant by that just look on the internet everyone's a guide everyone's a bait maker but so this guy's very proud and he's making a living I don't know how old he is and I can't fault him for that but he he's more or less asking me for tips on one lake that he has on his website that he guides at and then he you know goes and says well that's too much work i'm not going to go and do that he's it's almost like it's the easy way out i'm gonna i'm gonna troll for fish that are easy to catch that are big and yeah that's gonna that's gonna put money in your pocket because people are gonna want to go and catch a big fish that battles and just you know throughout the conversation he kind of come back down to earth a couple times he did say well i am using some light tackle on these on these Lakers and, and, and this and that. And, you know, they, he, you know, I, I'm not going to bash him on this one story. That'll give too much information away. Cause I want to leave him anonymous, but it, it was just the, you know, I, I explained, I said, a steelhead, these, these guys that fight these steelhead that have these outrageous battles, they're fighting them with two pound leaders, yeah. you know, and they're, they're using these itty bitty things. And, you know, like I, I, you know, the thing I, I tried to tell them was, well, actually, I didn't tell him this. I told Vance this after I talked to him. Um, you should sure you know, could have would have said. I, I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's always hindsight. Yeah, I didn't, I, I'm not in a, a confrontational guy, but <laughs> you know, you, you always you're always tougher after the after the fact. But you know, I remember this one time. I, I was I was fishing this lake, and Muskie came up, swirled on my raptor. It, it didn't get the raptor in its mouth, but it caught it in the back. And that fish grabbed fifth gear, and I could not get to my drag quick enough. And it, it was it was the most incredible show of force out of a you know forty two inch fish I've ever seen. It was like just burning out with its tail. And when the hook ripped free, it took it was half a second. It was a hundred feet away. I could see the white flesh mark just going to the surface, gone. Unbelievable. And 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 I'm just like, you know, you bring it bring it all around. If you got, say, a, a little a jig or a, a vibrating bait and you get a 30-pound lake trout that gets in its mouth, its mouth is pretty much closed. It's, it's, it's in its aerodynamic state. It can go because its mouth closed. But, you know, the, the, with a muskie with a giant bait in its mouth, its mouth's open, it doesn't have full steam ahead force that it would if its mouth was closed. And it, you know, so you're, that's you're, a good. That's a good point. I mean, but I think what it comes down to is that some. I don't know why I've seen it over the past couple of years. I've seen it with my family. I've seen it with my friends. That when you say you fish for muskies, and you start, there's a target on your back. There's a, you're like all of a sudden like a, a you're a jaguar. I don't, like you're an elitist. You're an elitist. You're all, you're all these things. And I mean, look one. You know. I've caught 
fished my entire life. I caught a muskie when I was a little boy with a worm and a bobber. I caught, you know, my first one fishing for him for real. I've caught everything for the first time once. Now I pretty, you know, any salt or any freshwater game fish. But when I caught the one muskies, I knew that's where I wanted to spend my time. And fishing's expensive. You know, I mean, you, you True, truly fishing. I mean, truly fishing is expensive. Hobbies are expensive. So, and I mean, God is fishing expensive. But between the gears and having, being set up for everything is, you know, be, be set up for Lake Erie, be set up for downrigging, you're set up for muskies. That's, it's an expensive one. It's, it's kind of, you know, I kind of took it as, you know, I'm going to pick one thing. I'm going to try to get really, really, really good at it. And, the one thing I picked, I also really, really, really loved. So those two things brought me towards musky fishing. But when I did it, people were like, "Oh, you know, one they don't fight. Uh, you know, you're you're stuck up now because all you want to do is musky fish." I'm just like, you know what? This is my dime and my time. I don't see why it matters. And you know, I've caught those fish. I've, I still could go out and do that. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, like, you know, I don't spark up a conversation and say, you know, like you know, musky are better than bass, or musky are better than trout, you know, I don't see, like, somebody with a, you know, like a field and stream fly rod driving down the road and think he's a jerk-off or an elitist, I just think, well, there's a guy that likes to fish for that, mm -hmm. and you know what, I bet you he's probably just as passionate as I am for musky, so, you know, cheers to him, mm -hmm. you know, I, but there's those people that are almost intimidated by it, and you get put in this Grandpa has one at camp on the wall. Yeah. Of course, people play with their fish. 
<laughs> yeah, those fish, those stripers don't fight. Yeah, they, on that they, <laughs> they don't. They don't fight. You're wasting your time. <laughs> you elitist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess you know. Maybe maybe that's exactly what it was. Maybe he was a little off put that you know he he just. <laughs> He's out there, he's catching these big fish. You know, for anyone that doesn't know Lake Erie or any of the Great Lakes, it's it's not they don't jump in the boat, but it's it's not that hard to catch a big fish and and, and at least in Lake Erie around where we're at, it's just it's nuts the amount of fish. How you know, just it's an incredible fishery. But it's a sand bottom. Yeah, it it's 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 not a hard place to figure out. And you know, if you you Find your, your your niche, and you can consistently pull these big lakers, you know, steelhead. People always are going to go after the walleye and the perch, and you know that that's a huge industry. And uh, like I've told Todd and Vance many times, if I was if I would have been living, you know, just five six miles north of here, I would have been a Lake Erie guy, not a Muskie guy. Just it was it's quicker for me to go to Muskie Lakes, and that's what got me hooked. But you know, I guess not to get off track with with, with my little phone call yesterday, you know just kind of round that that little thing out he probably was put off that i'm okay with catching less fish but being more proud of the fish i catch and you know i wasn't pounding it down his throat but i and the reason the muskies came up so much was because if i were to use you know these boards you know i couldn't keep two walleye plugs on them and lord knows i wouldn't have been able to pull a muskie plug if i if it can't hold two reef runners it's not even going to hold the lightest musky plug. Yeah. So, but he, he gave me some tips. You know, I'm not dismissing him yet. I'm not throwing the product under the bus. I just wanted to, I wanted to figure out what I was doing. He gave me some stuff. It seems kind of hokey, but I'm going to give it a shot, you know, and I, I'll, I'll know more. If not, you know, I'm not going to hop on here. This, this is not a stage to bash someone's stuff, but it's, I'm just going to kind of put them aside and that's, they are what they are and I'll, I'll figure out the next thing. But, um, you know, it's not to me like that guy wants to catch the muskies. Yeah, yeah. You know where where he he was asking you some questions. Yeah, uh, trying to get a little info. He, he he wants to catch him. Yeah, he's just not sure how to do it, or maybe he doesn't want to put the time in and work in to do that. It sounds real obvious. That was the case. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe it was just a measuring contest. Who was a bigger man? But more, you know. I, it, it it is what it is, but it was just kind of a weird how how he how he came out of the gate. It was almost like he was taking some light little swings at me, and then you know I just wanted to figure out how to get these things to run better. And I'm not a dummy, but you're a customer. I, I am a I customer. Mean, you were a customer. That that was out of line. I mean, but it the point was you say musky fisherman, yeah, and you it, got a, you you're labeled. Your, your label, but you know, I guess really what it should come down to is we're, we're all fishermen, and you know, we there should be a mutual mutual respect to everybody. I, I I'm guilty of complaining too about some fishermen, you know, particularly the ones that go to opening day a trout after they dump the trout in an hour before, and yeah. they're walking back to their truck with a stringer <laughs> full of trout, like they just you know conquered Godzilla, but. You know that I guess if that gets them them happy, that that's fine. But that's probably buying the license and the gas out there is probably 
probably cheaper than getting you know five trout at the store. So I mean, you can't yeah. you can't fall. <laughs> read the papers, find the hole they're being stocked in. You get. I, I, I run into people like that all the time. <laughs> every, every weekend, there's a bass tournament up here, and uh, you know the bass guys. They see me pulling in. They see the lures on the dash, and a lot of guys usually start the conversation with something like, "Oh, gee, you know." Those darn stupid muskies, I lost $50 worth of bait today. And they start jagging me, I jag them right back, usually hit them with something like, yeah, you know, that stuff happens when you fish for bait. <laughs> I tell them something like, bass, uh, that's my favorite color. We had a guy come in the other day and he was all dejected. He lost one. Like he had one get at the boat that was a, you know, 52-incher probably, well into the 50-inch class. And, uh, if it off, and he would say, some of the guys said, oh, geez, it's too bad you didn't catch you. You should have kept it and killed it. I know the guy. He was he, He's egging me on, and I egged, egged him on. I said, yeah, I'll tell you what, that thing, the size of head on that thing, I said, I can't imagine how many bass he's eaten in the last 20 years. Yeah, that's going to pay their mortgage. They're telling the musky story yeah. about the bass that will pay their mortgage. Yeah, there's a lot of money in this tournament. So. <laughs> no, no musky all, fishermen do. Yeah, they're all. I always ask them, how do you how do you measure that fish? Well, it was it was from the the, the it was up by the trolling motor and, and it was clear back here by the letters. I'm like, yeah, that's a good six or seven foot. That's a big one. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> shark in the water, you know. And yeah. But, you know, it, 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 it all comes back to what we do, too. I mean, I, I you know, I'm out there fishing with clients doing musky trips. And it, uh, not this past weekend, the last, last Saturday, we can have, you know, they were having a bass tournament. And if someone would have just dumped a five-gallon bucket of water on my head about every two minutes, <laughs> I would have probably been less wet. That's how much it was raining. And I saw those guys in there by the docks, jigging worms and jigging jigs, and every once in a while they'd rip a 14-inch bass out. And I guess.
guess I feel the same way as they do, maybe. They're of, of not, not anti, but just like, there was absolutely no way I would have had fun or enjoyed myself sitting there and doing that. Uh, I, I, I was watching them, and we, we went in in the middle of the day just to get, uh, get the guys dried off and stuff. It was raining that hard, they didn't have the best of rain gear. Half the guys in the tournament were, were up at the dock. Uh, under the pavilion at the at the park, doing the same thing, trying to dry off. But it was just, I was looking at what they were trying to do, and it's like, there's no way I'd be out here for that. No way I would be out here to try to catch a little bass. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, they, they were probably thinking the same thing. Why, why are you out there trying to catch one of them stinky, smelly... Yeah. Yeah. We actually, we actually did pretty good. They didn't catch too many bass that day, but but yeah, that that that's their thinking. You know, well, I got twenty bass today. What did you guys catch? Three muskies. You fished all day to catch three fish, but and I feel the same way. I wouldn't, I could have cared less to catch twenty bass on a rubber worm. That's yeah, I pro, I I probably would though, and I'd do it in the rain uh, if there was one of those purses. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, I'd, I'd do it. Or, or for that, yeah, that yeah, giant. Yeah, there's money involved. There's no tournament. Especially yeah. if half the field's on the, on the bank. Way, I think yeah. it's a little bit different when you're going, a, going one of the big tournaments or something. I mean, oh, yeah. it's a lot more exciting for me at this point to catch a 35 inch or if I'm in a tournament than to just catch one up. You don't even bring a three footer in the boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. They, they spent days pre-fishing and stuff, and yeah, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I uh, just this past weekend uh, with the Fourth of July, we went over to my parents, and I, uh, they have a little farm pond that I hadn't fished. No one had fished, and oh gosh, at least five, six, seven years. And it, there's always bass. It's a farm pond. It's about an acre, and. Uh, I brought one of my wife's bass rigs. I got her some nice bass rigs before we got married. Uh, a nice St. Croix Premier and Daiwa Baitcaster and, you know, a nice mid-shelf mid, mid, mid shelf stuff. And she had one of my favorite color spinnerbaits on. Just a bass-style spinnerbait. It, it was the, my go-to bait before I started musky fishing. Anyways, trying to get my daughter to catch a bluegill or something on bobber. She was out running around doing three-year-olds do. I was... Uh, just zinging, zinging these the spinner bait out there, and it was it was stupid how easy they were to catch. They, they're untrained, they were untapped. But after a while, I said, "This this isn't musky fishing. I'm going to make it musky fishing." And I'd cast out there. I'd reel as absolutely the fastest I could reel, and them stupid little fish would just beeline and just smack it, it as fast as you can, and it, it's. You know, to me, it's kind of like it, it, it cross-references. Now, I know that it's it's pond fishing versus big lake fishing, you know, in tournament and stuff like that. But, you know, you, the old saying, you, you can't reel the bait fast enough to get it away from a muskie. Well, I tried to do that with bass, and it also goes that way, too. There's a lot of, I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of similarities 
between the styles of fishing is that I was, I was like, well, I'm going to let this, this spinnerbait sink and I'm going to rip it. I'm going to jerk it. Uh, they were bass fighting each other for it. It was, it was just silly how much fun that was for that 20 minutes that I got to fish. And, uh, you know, not to kind of separate the bass guys against the lake trout guys against the musky guys. We're all in the yeah. same boat, but it, it's... Yeah, musk, big musky guy like you fishing for bass. I mean, how dare you? Well, you know, we got Todd over here fishing for only, perch. I, only, I thought you guys only fished for muskies. <laughs> well, you, you were sure, fishing for walleye the other day with me. You sure do carry that arrogant swagger of just muskies. Yeah. Well, that's, I got the jersey with the name on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, you know, so that, that was my little rant, you know, kind of bringing around full circle on that. Um, any, any closing thoughts, Todd or Vance? You... I'm good. That was, was fantastic. Fun. Yeah, it was good to get that off the chest. Clear the air. Clear the air. The people out there listening, you know, us musky guys, we, we don't bite. We're nice. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're out for the for the king of the jungle. It's That's right. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Even that, that's spotty that's at best. freshwater even the orca of the freshwater if people want to think that they're real tricky you could say that they're like a really smart animal that's right the orca the orca the orca of the freshwater i love it i love it but uh yeah so todd if you can just uh if you can send me that those walleye photos i'll put them up on the facebook page so if anybody wants to see them that's listening to this uh you know uh, i'll get them up on the facebook page uh, i'll relate it back to the podcast, but, um, yeah, other than that, I think this was a, we just hit the 40 minute mark, I'd say that's a nice stopping point, um, a sponsor, Fat AZ Muskie products, like Fat AZ Muskie on Facebook, uh, invite your friends to like it, Fat AZ Muskie, was it Fat AZ Muskie products? On Instagram. On Instagram. Follow us there. Advance is, uh, head of our Instagram account, and, uh, 
We have, uh, Todd, you want to push the Muddy Creek page or your personal? Anyone coming east, look up Todd. He'll, he'll, he'll hook you up on a good trip. It's Chautauqua Lake, New York. Muddy Creek's also on the Instagram page, too, so uh, follow us there. We usually post a, uh, you know, the big fish or two. Yeah, but, so. yeah. And, you know, make sure you get involved. Hopefully we get this to the point we can get some guys calling in, talking about what we talked about on the last podcast or on the, on the, on the one we're doing at the, at the time we're doing it. Yeah. See if we can get this rolling. Yeah, get uh, ideas, questions, phone-ins. Opinions. We, we have no set schedule on any of this. It's just when our free time, and we, we can make things work. And uh, I'm hoping next week we'll have a nice phone-in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what kind of response we get on Facebook. And uh, have a nice debate going, if, if it all pans out. But other than that, um, I guess until you know a week or so, we'll do this again. Thanks for listening, and uh, good luck fishing. Goodbye.